I don't think there's no way. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not. It doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter. Four o'clock. Whatever, dude. What yeah, does that it, mean? W- well, Joey has this. <laughs> <laughs> don't. It's so stupid. He's what the? Because <laughs> one night I was working on something with him until like eleven p.m. Oh, and I was like, I have oh, to go yeah. home. And he's like, Oh, it's four o'clock. I gotta get going. So he says, now I'm the four o'clock guy. Start the podcast, dude. Welcome to Midwest Flyways Podcast. My name is Connor Olstead. I got Joy Vasallo and Cal Ness here today. And uh, yeah, we can just start out. Apparently the volume is super loud. It right, is Joe? really, really loud. Well, for really? you. It's not loud for me. Hurts my ears. Um, turn Joey how, all the way down. Actually, turn you down? oh Joe, you're on the one that's not controllable. Oh, sick. Just uh, actually, turn. I think that does that do it? A little bit. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just turn Joey's mic off. Actually, there's that slider <laughs> on the left there. It just turns it all the way down. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Connor, before we started this podcast, you were talking about something like we caught. Oh yeah. So I went. I went fishing this last week. Yeah. Fourth, Fourth of July week. I was up at my cabin. We went fishing. We caught 14, I think, northern pike in like two hours and and then went out later on that day and caught like four or five bass, uh, pretty decent size. Four, you're, like, you're like the purest form of fisherman that I know because <laughs> it's not technical to you and it's not like some type of competition. You're just like, I just like fishing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you just like it. Yeah, like you just want to go out and catch fish, and you don't give a shit how big they are or not. Or it was great. Well, it's I mean, just a good time. There I are mean, some times where I don't care about how big they are. When I was at my cabin this last weekend, like I was, I was trying to catch some bigger bass, and I caught yeah. like uh, three, four pounders. You know, on average, it would, I think the <laughs> highest one I got was like five pounds. Yeah, um, that's but, a that's a decent sized bass. Yeah, five pound bass. It was, and I got up at. I just like woke up in the morning, at it was five twenty four. I looked over at my phone, and I was just like, oh, sun's coming up. I better go out there. <laughs> I t- yeah. I, I go over and poke Nate and uh, he's like, I was like, Hey man, you want to go fishing? <laughs> and he's like, mm. and I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I just left. Yeah. But <laughs> when it's like five twenty four and we're trying to get Connor up to go hunting, then it's like, um, he's usually me. the one getting us up. Yes. You're hundred percent right. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Connor's the one who's going to bed. Yeah. But, he's, but, but no, I didn't mean like that. I guess it meant like the night before though. You're always the guy who's like, Oh my gosh, yeah. we have to get up at 5am. Well, like, I go to bed. I, go to I know bed. you do. Um, and, but yeah, anyway, that's, so. and that's a good thing because if you don't go to bed, then you're the crabbiest person I've known. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't, I don't, my creative juices don't flow. Yeah. And you just, you need that for my job. <laughs> Sure, dude. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Okay. Joey's a killer 24-7. Sleep, no sleep. I mean, he's just ready. That's true. You know what I have noticed, though? When I get really low sleep, like an hour or less, before you're we really, go hunting, I you're really crabby. suck ass at shooting. Mm. You're really crabby, suck too. ass. Well, only at you, because you're annoying as shit right away in the morning. You're welcome. You actually need That's me, just by the call. way. Did you know that? What? You need me. Explain. You always need that one person that you can just be really crabby to and they don't take it personally. <laughs> the one person yeah. who doesn't take it personally? You, you don't take it personally? Dude. Nope. No, no, no. There's two different people there. So Hey, dude. I'm the one guy he gets to be crabby to. And Connor's the one guy who doesn't take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to say. That makes I, a lot more sense. But we're brothers, so I take it super personally and then I attack you. 
Yeah. <laughs> Full attack. Well, there's a little bit of tearing up in your eyes. Like when I you don't... Get, no, I don't cry. No, Cal. Can we I've be, never cried. Can we... Okay. So, can we be really serious? When you get okay. really, really mad... Yeah? You always tear up. I never tear up. You do. No, I your, don't. Your eye kind of does a little twitchy. That night well, you that's any time. That night you came home from the bar and you wanted to fight me. I was crying. Dude... Yes. No, I was not, dude. dude. You tear up a little bit. <laughs> this is the dumbest. No, when you're actually mad, your right. eyes get really tight together, squinty, and that's then, true. And, and then the liquid just has to come out. And then you're like, you're so mad that you're you don't cry, but your it's eyes not, start to water pretty good. That's called anger juice. Anger juice. It's just coming out of my eyes, dude. I'm just mad. Anger juice. Just yeah. coming out of there. <laughs> Sorry, anger I juice. guess. Anger juice is just coming out of me. I don't really get like <laughs> mad very much on hunts though. Mm. When I don't listen to your opinions, you get pretty mad. I can't turn <laughs> with the podcast board right there. Yeah, that's on you. I turn to look at him. Just get longer headphones, dude. I know. I just got these today. Yeah. Did you lose your other ones? Yeah, I don't know where they went. They mm. never left my house. Mm. Also lost that SD card, huh? No. Oh, someone has it. It's a okay. 64 SD. Can I, can, can, I, I, can I wrap back to fishing for a second? Yeah, go ahead, Connor. Okay. <laughs> and then I got some fishing to talk about, too. Okay. So, so I, um, and I think I sent this to you guys, but my, um, we were catching fish pretty well, and, and my dad was, like, just watching us catch these northern and whatever. And, and so then I started to explain to him, because he doesn't fish that much, so I started to explain to him, like, what I was doing with the rod as far as, like, reeling it faster to get the... Um, yeah, your TikTok man. daredevil. Yep. So I put I put it on TikTok at Connor Alston. Shameless plug. And <laughs> so I was talking about reeling faster, and it rises towards the top of the water, and yep. you can see the fish come at it or whatever. Mm-hmm. While that was happening, a fish just came up. Like I, I was just explaining, like, oh yeah, you do this, you do this, and at that point, like you're gonna. That's when you would see the fish, and it would come up and nail it. Fish comes up, nails it, and I was just like, that is golden, right? Yeah, there. that's really cool. It was that so was much fun, legit. and I had the GoPro on, so. Dude, that was, but hold on. The funniest thing, though, was the text message exchange about that thing. Because you sent us that video. And then remember, I was like, oh, yeah, but dude, that's why you're supposed to figure eight. And yeah. you were like, oh, yeah, maybe if I did that, I would have extra counted. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, me and Joey were dying. Yeah, we were in the car together. And oh, my. Joey's like, I don't get it. He would have caught extra fish. And I was like, no, dude, he says he would have extra caught. I was caught. driving when I was reading it, and I was like, he would have caught extra fish. And he's like, no, I would have extra caught that fish. Dude. So that was really sarcastic. Yeah, that was so funny. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I was uh, at my grandparents' cabin in Annandale on French Lake. And I went out that night before and was teaching my nephew how to fish, which was really fun. So, like, my stepdad and I were fishing for bass. And my dad, my grandpa's shitty pontoon, the thing never works, ever. The motor just starts beeping at you at all times. The pontoon's from 1921, guaranteed. Perfect. And uh, The motor, too? Yep, so I'm throwing the... <laughs> no, the motor's newer. Okay. But it's just a pile. So then uh, going to this little bay, there's not a whole lot... The, the topography of this lake is so weird. It's like mostly seven feet deep, and there's weeds that go all the way. It's like curly leaf pond weed. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way to the surface, and then there's like zero sand on the ground, but there's this one side of the lake that's just pure sand, no vegetation whatsoever. So then we go into this bay, and I'm trying to get my nephew to start catching sunnies, and he catches like four or five, and he's just having a blast. But then Scott and I start catching bass right as the sun's going down. It's like nine, and my nephew was supposed to be in bed at 830, and he goes, guys, 
my mom's going to be really mad at me if we don't go in. I was like, dude, I got you covered. Don't worry. You're spending time with your crazy Uncle Joey. You'll be okay. He's like, you sure? I was like, if it's not true, he's seven. Okay. He's about to be eight. And he's like, uh, are you sure, Uncle Joey? I was like, yeah, I'll beat the shit out of your mom. He goes, (gasps) you said the S word. And Scott, my stepdad immediately goes, yeah, but we're on the boat. (laughs) But we're on the boat. And you don't say what stays on the boat. What happens on the boat stays on the boat, Jude. (laughs) What happens on the boat stays on the boat. Repeat that to me. And Jude's like, what happens on the boat stays on the boat. (laughs) And then he went in and told his mom right away. (laughs) No, he's like, mom, are you mad at me? And she's like, no, I'm not mad at you. I was like, see, I told you. Now let's push the envelope some more. And she's like, Joey. Dude. But then I went out the next morning, woke up at like five ten, got out on the water by like six, and then just absolutely piss pounded the bass. Nice. Piss pounded them. I was using one thing, white sluggo. Yeah, that's yeah. your go to. It's my go. It's my favorite way to fish, dude. Yeah. I, if I if I'm not doing top water, I'm out. Well, you I'm should get right. so with those white sluggos. Yeah, you should get a crankbait and put them on that. That's what I was. Uh, trying this last weekend. A crankbait? So, so remind with me a what slug a on it? Crankbait is. What? A, isn't a crankbait like a rapala? Well, no, so a crankbait can't like it can be. It's a style, but the like the the thing that I think you and I were talking about it. It has like a it, it's like a was a skirt that's on it. It's, it's a hook on a skirt and then it also oh. has a, like a little um yeah, like little blades that come off of it. Just, no, just just like one little blade. That's oh, yeah. that just makes it like wiggle back and forth. That's a fast. buzz bait. It's not. It doesn't buzz though. Like it's on. It's not on top. Yeah. Mm. That's it's it's like just underneath buzz bait. Okay. Whatever. I'm sure one of our listeners will tell us kick, we're all wrong. Kicking kicking bass TV. Call it a crankbait. <laughs> so that's why I call it a crankbait. Okay. Anyway, I've never seen. You know that. what? Here, I let's talk about waterfall. I have a question for you guys. Yes. I think yeah. I think <laughs> the question I'm going to ask, I think you're going to answer it that way. Actually, though, okay. What is it? <laughs> so, just yes. <laughs> legitimately, how much do you think, or do you think at all, the quality, within reason, obviously, of your decoys matters? Oh, on what bird? Yes, that's that's a good question. See, that's that's an interesting thing, though. So, you think it depends on the bird? I do. So tell me, tell me like your nuances that you like feel. Um, beginning stages, I thought all your decoys had to be flocked, and that's just because that's when flocking was just coming out, I guess. Or it's been around for a decent amount of time, but it's the first time I experimented with it. And I think that I thought that because that's when I got good at calling, and I got better at scouting, and so I killed more birds. And I thought maybe it had something to do with the decoys. It would, I didn't think it was off of calling and scouting back then, but now using silhouettes and using every mallard floater that I have, I don't think it matters too much. Yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting thing because, like, as hunters, we get so caught up in all the new product and, like, the differences. And obviously, if you can afford it and, like, have the best, um, it, of course, you know, get whatever you want. But I just think there's so many people out there that just can't afford it and that don't think, you know, that don't want to spend the money on it. And I just don't know how much it matters. And I just wanted to know kind of your guys' opinion. Connor, you have any thoughts on that? My opinion is that I don't think that matters. I mean, like, unless you got freaking orange, you know, bright decoys that obviously aren't decoys out there. Like, I I, I don't think it matters. Yeah, I just, <clears throat> I don't know. It's so interesting. Like, when I first started hunting, I thought it mattered so much. But like now, 
I've seen people kill birds over everything, dude. Like, I mean, you, you hear the stories too, like the the milk jugs and all that stuff. And then you yeah. know, you, you hear like you see guys too that go out with like the oldest spreads in the world. And you know, you think about like people just hunting over shells, like for geese, just like crappy old flambo shells. Just oh, no, I don't know, hundreds of them. Yeah, and they crush. And so it's just like I, I think we get a little caught up sometimes in like some of the new stuff and like you know the nuances that come out with different product and like all that. I think if you're in the right spot, it's not going to matter. You got a point. You got a point there. I, you know, and this is what I was just talking to Joe about. What really matters is being in the right spot and calling. That's really about it. So you think calling matters too? Big time. I I mean, so I could see, I could see the argument behind having different aspects. Like, so, you know, I'm like, you got decoys, you got calling, you got location, you got flagging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, out of all of those things, um, or like the hide. Yep. I, I could see like picking a certain number of them that like would matter or, or not. But, you know, for somebody like Darren who doesn't call, you know, he's just always in the right spot. Right. And his decoy spreads are always right. right. Darren's always on the X. Yeah. And, you know, so, so like if you have a good, uh, a good spread at least and you're in the right spot then maybe your calling doesn't matter as much if you're next to the x then your calling matters a lot because you got to get them you know to turn kind of a thing yep so in darren specific in darren in specific the guy that we filmed mallard point magic with and that you went to maine with and that we're hopefully going to washington with this next year um his deal is he's just always in the right spot and makes it look like when they were there when he saw him that's his big deal and so when you're hunting an x i strongly believe this especially now with how much traffic i've run in the last three four years that when you hunt an x the biggest thing is to not f it up because you're replicating what they were doing before <laughs> and, and if they're going to change it if it looks different to them they go oh this wasn't like this yesterday oh. whereas if you're in a traffic field you can set up whatever you want as long as you're hidden well and you have good calling. You're gonna kill them, yeah. Or you should kill them. I should say. There's I've been bf'd on so many traffic hunts. So they're also migratory birds. So like, no one really knows the exact formula to kill them every single time because you can't. That's kind of the fun part. So when you do kill them, it's like yes, yeah. And then you play the mind game though too. When you do kill him, like, oh, was it the decoys? Was it the calling? Was it this? Was it the spot? Was it the hide? I really don't think or like when that you when don't, we do you know? kill him. I think like that when we don't right. kill them. Yeah. <laughs> 100% when we don't kill them. Well, it's like your band hunt when you shot the band of goose on Gavin's farm. You guys thought because you pulled the sleeper shells, then they started coming in when it was probably just a little bit less snow coming down or more snow coming yeah, it down. Yeah, more snow. Who knows? I, I mean... You don't know. I don't know. Well, so you right. pulled the sleeper shells and instead had what? Silos? No. I mean, well, we already had a spread out that of included sleeper shells. Full bodies? Silos, full bodies, and sleeper shells. And so you just pulled the, sl- the we sleepers? We just pulled the sleeper shells specifically because they were getting really iced up because it was like blizzard conditions. And then the blizzard got worse. And so as the blizzard was getting worse, the the shells, we could not keep the snow off of it all. So they were just like getting totally covered in snow. And that's obviously not realistic right. for a bird. So we pulled the shells, and I mean, within five minutes, 
Because the thing was, too, with the shells out there, what are you laughing about? Well, I just don't know. Like, if a bird's flying by, one, if they could see that, you know, to a degree, and then be like, oh, wait a minute, I don't think I'm going to land because... That's the thing. Because that bird is covered with snow. (laughs) And that's exactly what geese sound like. So write that down. It actually is (laughs) Boris Goosenoff. Boris Goosenoff. Dude. But, no, I mean, like, we had birds working us, though. That was the thing. Before we pulled those sleeper shells, and they we had were, birds that were circling, 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 would not commit. We had killed like two. So we had like a two pack come in. So yeah, I think we had shot three. We had a two pack and a single that actually did it. And then other flocks of like 30 birds had worked us, but they didn't land. We pulled the sleeper shells and then it was like, you know, the floodgates opened. As were you calling? Yeah. Maybe as the blizzard got worse. No. No. If all three of you were calling, as the blizzard gets worse, the sound gets dampened. So then they just go by sight and not by hearing. Mm. Also, if Gavin was calling, that could be the problem. (laughs) Yeah. Was Gavin calling? Uh, Very little. Very Uh little. Well, that's. Well, his sound got dampened with the blizzard. Cluck here, cluck there. Yikes. Maybe you should just tell him to keep him on the shelf. You know what he's gonna say? Band. Yeah, exactly. B A N N E D, not B A N D. Yeah, exactly. The salos are banned from the family farm. Yeah, or both, because you guys shot a band that day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Could have double meaning. Yep. Mm. Um, I know that's just a weird thing, though. It's like all those different things that happen when you're hunting that you just like go through your head, like, oh, was it this? Was it that? Was it the sleeper shells? Was it because it started snowing harder? It's just, yeah. and it's it's so fun because obviously it worked out really good. It ended up being an amazing hunt. But all you ever want to do, obviously, is replicate those over and over and over again. Anyway, and you, well, I try, I really try not to think too hard about it. Like if if stuff's going wrong, I used to like just drive myself nuts with it. I know. It if was, there's like blatant things, like decoys knocked over, sure, yeah, pick them up. Like, the wind. But like snow covering on geese, I have seen s- geese fully covered in snow. Not like covered, covered, but they had snow on. They're not shaking every three seconds to get the snow off of them, you know? Yeah, but not like a lot, though. But like, do you really think a bird that's going 20 miles an hour is going to look and see that and be like, no, just because of him? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think what really happened was the snow picked up. And so the birds decided if the snow was going to continue to sit down. and be bad, mm-hmm. it's time to eat really quick and get back to the roost so they can chill out in this storm. You know, and before they were, they didn't feel like it was that bad because it was kind of just flurrying mm-hmm. and light snow. And so they thought they had time. I, don't, I just don't feel like, yeah, that's what I think really happened is they were just like, oh, we don't have to eat quite yet. Right. And then, and then as soon as the snow started coming down hard, they were coming off that roost right there. And so they were like, ah, we need to go eat right now and get back. Yeah, I mean, um, logically or practically, pragmatically thinking about it, that's probably what it was. Oh, that was a lot of words. I know. I went logically, to a practically, and pragmatically. <laughs> pragmatically. Joey, Joey tries to use I don't try, logic. Dude. I don't try. They just tries fall be, out. Tries to be pragmatic. <laughs> they just fall out. Yeah. Tries to be practical in his daily life, you know? Logic, pragmatic, practical. <laughs> so annoying dude 
You know no. what? You know what? Dude, I'm I think do? when you were saying what you were just saying, you were really laser focused per se. Probably. Yeah. Hold on, man. I got a video for you. What is it? I got a video for you. What is oh, it? Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. This will be good. This is for you, Cal. So whenever you say shit like that, this is what's going to happen to you. Hold on. I got to turn up the Bluetooth. You bet against me bringing Pan back here. Didn't you? <laughs> no. Uh, tell your captain the tell truth. your captain the truth <laughs> <laughs> don't do why are you playing this oh, say it. Say it. this is also you I did. Yeah, crying you made a boo boo cuz he's angry the boo box <laughs> dude that's so dumb and if anyone if anyone can tell me on instagram what that movie is I'll what? send you. I'll Who send you a T-shirt. Who doesn't know what that movie is? I'll send you a T-shirt, dude. I'll send you a T-shirt with your size. The first person to tell me what movie that's from correctly gets a T-shirt. I don't know what T-shirt it's going to be, but I'll send you a T-shirt. You just can't be a two or three X, yeah, because <laughs> we're out. If you got an XL, we got you. If you're small, we got you. If you're medium or large, I for sure got you. I'm just going to send you like my construction shirt. That's probably yeah. what I'll do. <laughs> Uh, the boo box. <laughs> I did it at the same time. Hold on, dude. That is you literally said. I it. said, dude. I was literally voicing over your words at the same time. The boo box. The boo box. The boo box. <laughs> but I don't know why you always bring that up, dude. Dude, it's because that's the worst punishment in the world. <laughs> dude, you know what I think we need to do in the we blind. Build, now we got a boo box. Here's the thing. We yeah, need we need box. we need to build a boo box, dude. <laughs> we need to build a boo box and put it in like next to our blinds for every single hunt oh. and just grass it up. Dude, I'm just gonna keep Gavin in there indefinitely. <laughs> Gavin, the boo box. <laughs> Dude, he was just arguing with you me today on Instagram. You? You He's like, dude, you're like 5'9". Why does my height constantly come up with him? <laughs> I'm just under six foot, and this kid's just like, you're 5'9". I'm six foot exactly, and I'm like three inches taller than me. Tell oh, your captain okay. what you've done. We're going to be in the middle of a hunt. I'm 5'9". The boo box. <laughs> Joey's going to say, you made a boo-boo, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. The boo box. <laughs> Dude, okay, we have to like, we have to record that and put it as one of the buttons here. The boo box. The boo box. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Dude. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> um, I'm really excited to announce our next guest on the podcast. Tell me, Dude, have you scheduled the next guest? Uh, yeah, he said he's down to do it next Tuesday. Uh, it. I want to do it on video for him. Oh, okay. So, okay. so our first know. video. Will be Matt yes. Rustad, Matt Rustad, and yeah. he's the type of guy you need to have on video too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like one he's of my animated. favorite people. He's so funny. He says, "Oh my god!" I need someone to count how many times Matt Rustad says, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so funny. One thing, one thing I started thinking about after we did the Joe Hines podcast was because uh, he's kind of telling us some crazy stories that have happened to him while hunting. Yeah, Joey, tell us the craziest thing that's happened to you while hunting. Or like on a hunting trip, like the uh, wildest experience. I mean, obviously, one that comes to mind right away is that hunter or that dude on uh, that little timber hole that we have around here. You know, oh, the, the only timber spot that we have. The guy that came you. out and like oh, told you he's going to shoot you, threatened my life. Yeah, that guy. Well, that's not the craziest thing. Um, 
I, I'm pretty sure I already told that story on here, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, about yeah. the guy, and I got him cited for hunter harassment. Yeah. Twice. But uh, give me a second to think about that, because there's been a couple. Connor, do you have do you have any crazy things that have happened to you? Because I, th- I know, too, you've done a lot of, like, elk hunting. Yeah. Where you're, like, camping. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really depends on your definition of crazy, I guess. Well, what's your definition of crazy? I don't know. The... See, yeah, and all my stories I don't think are that crazy because the people that I hunt with when I elk hunt, they have some crazy stories, like mm-hmm. near-death experiences. I got my crazy story. Go ahead, dude. And I can give you a second. Go for it. So I was duck hunting with my dad. I was about 14 in a place that him and I had managed <laughs> that year. That was my first time helping him manage a duck spot, like a Tony Vandemore shit where you drain all the water that has been there all summer. You plant millet. And then you flood the property. And so it was like the first hunt of the year was opener. I was like 13, 14. I was young as shit, actually. And first flock of teal comes in for the morning. And my dad goes, okay, Joe, get ready, get ready, get ready, shoot him. And I only shot once. Nine teal fell instantly over my limit. Oh, my gosh. One shot. It's like a 13, 14-year-old. One shot, nine teal. My dad's like, uh-oh. <laughs> How's and we did possible? get stopped by a game warden that morning. And he's like, I saw that. He's like, so, I mean, you only shot once, right? I was like, yeah. And he goes, okay. Well, you're also underage, so you're you're good. But I was <laughs> nine. How is that possible? They're yeah, all how, balled up. Oh. How is that possible? I mean, you each know, of them teal, took one BB? I don't know. I'm shooting a 20 gauge. So if they all oh ball up. Oh, my gosh. Up, you shot nine birds with one shot of a 20 gauge? Yeah. Well, dude, teal, like, you've seen them. Like uh, on that video we did for transitions for Cal, uh-huh. when they would get super close to the reeds and uh, bank off of there. Yeah, they were just all in a group? They were all in a group, tight group. There was a shitload of them, but okay. and picked out the birds, and there were nine that fell. Yeah. It was wild. So didn't get in trouble for it either. I think it was just because I was a minor. <laughs> but, like, how can you even get someone in trouble for that, shooting once and killing nine birds in one shot? All right. Yeah, I wonder how that would work though. Like, would you would you be in trouble? I mean, technically, you should be. Like, if I were to do it today, I bet you I'd get in trouble. I mean, I would just stop hunting at that point, obviously, and just be like, "Hey, yeah. I accidentally shot one in nine shots, and what I actually shot nine in one shot." Yeah, and we'd just, have we'd have it on film. Exactly, we'd have to because otherwise, <laughs> can you imagine explaining to a game warden? Yeah. Hey, so how come you're four over your limit? Oh, um. I only shot once, <laughs> you know, right. that guy's like, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure, exactly. buddy. Right, yeah. Right, oh, right. sure. Only one time, huh? Oh, one time is all. You know, me, like, I feel like the only right thing to do would to be to call like the game warden or the like DNR. Right then and there. Well, just as you're leaving and just be like, hey, I took one shot and nine teal fell. What do I do? Like, I, like, I feel like if you call that in, they're going to be like, holy shit. I'm like, Really? Like, yeah. Imagine, though, being a game warden. I feel like you'd get in trouble. I feel like, yeah, that's what I mean. Imagine, imagine being the game warden and getting that phone call. (laughs) Like, what else can you do? Just be honest, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you might get a, you're probably getting a ticket. You'll get a ticket for that. But I just think, like, if you're honest about it, you're probably not going to have your gun and shit. I mean, you're not going to be in big trouble, but they're going to be like, yeah, you're definitely getting a ticket still, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they'd hit you with the book. At least. So, technically, if you shoot over your limit, 
you get a fine for shooting over your limit. Can they take like so? All like your you stuff? get the ticket? No, no. So you get the ticket, and then it's fifty dollars a bird for each one that you went over your limit. Hey, question: Can so if something was done illegal by the person, the organizing hunter or whatever, can they take like what? What can they take? Anything that was associated with hunting? Yeah. So your truck, that the vehicle that you got to the hunt with, your boat, or let's say you're water hunting, right? Yeah, your decoys. your truck, your boat, your decoys, your gun. Your dog, they can take your really? dog. Yeah. So even if it's the dog, like of somebody else, that's there. Yep. Whoa. As long as they were associated with the hunt. Whoa. Yeah, but normally, yeah. in order, this is just what I've heard. Can they take my cameras. Yep. Really? They would. So they would um, keep them for evidence. Hmm. Yeah. So like, this is what I heard. Darren told told me the story. So right by his area, um, three guys or five guys went out for three days straight and shot over 20 birds over their limit every single day. After the first day, someone called them in. And so the DNR came and watched them for three days and they videotaped it. And on the end of the third day, they met them at the launch instantly threw them all in jail. Mm-hmm. They're like, everything associated with the hunt is ours. And cause Darren texts me, he's like, Hey, what do you got going on this weekend? There's a huge auction going on. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> he goes, DNR, you know, told me the whole story and they're selling all their gear. That was right. like two months ago and they're selling all their gear now and all the profits go towards, uh, it's like when you buy your duck stamp, 98% goes to conservation and 2% goes towards the DNR. Wow. So, but I mean, they were selling five Benelli's, two boats, three trucks, Jeez. just like crazy shit. Oh my gosh. And I couldn't go. And apparently like Benelli's were selling for like 500 bucks. Wow. They just want them gone. Right. Well, yeah, they don't want to hold on to any of that stuff, dude. They don't care. Yeah, it's free money. Gone. So, yeah, that's wild. But they they violated several violations. So, like, say the only violation you have is you shot two over your limit, you're going to get a ticket. Oh, they're not taking your dog. I think we should get a a freaking game warden on here. Shane is a, um, a game warden. Yeah. We should get him on here and ask him all these questions. But he, uh, they viol- I think it's if you go over three violations per person, you get stuff taken away pretty quick. Yeah. Like, without even question. Wow. No warrant, nothing. That would suck. Mm-hmm. So. Especially my cameras. I think they would just take your footage. I don't know if they'd take your camera. I'd, ha- I'd happily hand over my footage if... Yeah. I mean, they would... The, uh, the camera really isn't associated with the hunt. It's the footage that's associated with the hunt, so... um. What's that called when they summon it for court? What is that called? Subpoena. Yeah, they would subpoena your hard drives. Yeah, yep. that's fine. Right. I ain't got nothing to hide. Right. I got a story. I'll go on. You're of your craziest hunt? Yeah, I, I do have a crazy hunt story. All right, let's hear it. Um, it was, well, I mean, it's not crazy. but well, Crazy I, for you, you I, know? I guess. I we I went turkey hunting during winter storm Wesley. What's that? The blizzard. That happened like two years ago. I think okay. it was two years ago. And I was in South Dakota and it got like 20 inches of snow in like an hour and a half or something. Was that in April? Yeah. Okay. That They had a name for that storm? Yes. Winter Storm Wesley. Oh. Wow. Yeah. No, like the airports closed. Like it was, it was a pretty big deal. Um, but yeah, we went out and shot a turkey in the middle of that. So that was a lot of fun. And like, and the guy that I was with, he completely forgot um, gloves, and so we were like trudging oh, no. through. 
trudging through on this blizzardous um uh, winter well spring afternoon and like the snow was like sideways but that that's about as crazy as it got for me or about as crazy as it gets that sounds not fun dude you both looking at your phones what's up i'm sorry uh no i was making a note wow um well, I don't know. As you think about it, you know, there's like so many things that happen, but you don't just when you're trying to recall everything. But I remember specifically, do you guys remember? I'm sure you do, but coming back from uh, what was that video? We've oh, laughs and limits. Okay. Yeah. You remember that video? Oh, yeah. Dude, dude that was that's this sucked. is a great story. Tell that story, bro. All right. So well, we we kind of touched on it on an earlier podcast, actually. Did we? Yeah. Whatever. But, but no, but now. tell the whole story. Yeah. yeah. So we, it was just Connor, Joey and I, and we were out at the lodge. Um, and we just decided that we were going to go out, try and film a video, even though I oh. think the day before it didn't really, it wasn't really good. Was it? We did. That was the first time we had hunted that weekend. Okay. So no, no, no. The day before we had tried some and it like, was that transitions? Was that the first day? Yeah, it was yeah. actually. Yeah. 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 And okay. we got some. Yeah, and, we shot some and then we shot uh, the next day. You know, we got to live it with just yeah. like because we just sat until you know one eleven. All right, so late. yeah, so we decided to go out on the big lake, and we get out there as as we're going out. the The weather is great. It's like zero the most wind. zero wind. It's like the most perfect day, and I brought my dad's boat out. <laughs> so it's a sixteen forty eight uh, John boat. And it has a twenty horse motor on it, and it's not it's not a bad boat by any means. It's actually pretty nice. No, and he, he had souped just, it up. Yeah, he had just wired up all new lights for it. Bunch of electrical. Oh yeah, <laughs> he had done a ton of electrical, and it was waterproof, kinda. Mm-hmm. So waterproof. it's like if it coming from the top. Yeah, like water. Like it's like when you buy it's like when you buy like a terrible jacket, but it's called like water resistant. Yeah. Okay, that's what this was. So it was like a water resistant situation. So we get out there. We have a great hunt, actually. We shot a bunch explain of birds. The explain the hunt. Well, well you explain the hunt. That we was what you had. Together. We were all there together. <laughs> all right. So we were getting a little, you know, first light comes around. There's zero motion in our decoys. We have out the Mallard Motel. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. That's where you put, you can put out seven mojos on like this big mojo pole there's one sitting at the top and then there's arms that branch off of it that you can put mojos on and you can put in like 10 feet of water and you had your little flock of flickers is that what yeah i had so many motion ducks out there that yeah that was ridiculous (laughs) just i had six flock of flickers and six mojos running on a mallard motel so it looks like a big christmas tree of mallards so it looks like a flock of mallards landing in one spot it's pretty legit but Mm -hmm. i broke it so Classic. I you broke mean, it. No, you, I just I lost pieces. Ice no, until no. So anyway, my flock of flickers. Yes, I did. So, <laughs> so we're like we have a huge fog roll in after we shot a couple of ducks. Like zero visibility, and ducks are just coming out randomly, and it's like, oh my god. And then now the wind starts picking up. The fog's gone. Then we start shooting birds, and they weren't all decoying perfectly or anything. But Cal and I had some crazy trick shots, like. Yeah. divers just zoom in through the decoys where you lead them a canoe and they just like fall yeah. 40 yards behind you because yep. you just hit it perfectly yep. and they're dead as a doorknob uh, there was one time <laughs> you edited it out but you got it perfectly on video of me yep, yep, scoping yep. out like a bluebill or redhead 
and I shoot it, and, <laughs> and it, hits, it hits the water, and Cal goes, fucking A, Joe, nice shot. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? I, I do. remember that. That was a crazy shot. And then we were throwing goldfish at each other that morning. It was like a, a fuck around day, for sure. We were just like messing around. And let me just mention, while this is all going on, it's like 55 degrees oh, and sunny and like out. a two mile an hour wind. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was perfect. Then wind starts picking up. Mm-hmm. We're looking for our last two ducks. We fill our limit. And we're like, okay, time to go. So then we start going, and then the wind just picks up to 30 miles an hour. 30 <laughs> mile an hour winds. Three guys, a bunch of camera gear. Two miles an hour. And boat. I think you had Riley yep. in the boat, and we're going into the wind. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Perfect. With like 10 grand of camera gear. Oh. Yep. This is perfect. So, great situation. And as we're going back, uh, we are taking on a lot of water, like so much water. <laughs> what was happening is we're hitting the waves, and every time we hit a wave, because it's a flat bottom John boat, every time we hit a wave, a huge splash of water would come yeah. over our faces <laughs> and into the boat. Yep. Connor takes his, uh, or Cal takes his Sika jacket off, wraps it around Connor's camera gear. Yep. So it doesn't get wet. And then in the meantime, Cal's just getting soaked. Yep. Well, kind of. So he had a duck oven on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> I thought, I mean, I was wet. This is sure. back when Cal was a really big boy. Yep. For yeah. sure. Because your waiters had zero room. <laughs> yeah. That means yeah, we no waiters. Room. But we'll get back to that at yeah. the end of the story. Yeah. Continue. That was when I was about 50 pounds heavier. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, yeah. 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 Anyway. So we are uh, in a situation where we are taking on so much water that we're just not really sure how or when we're going to make it back. And it was getting kind of sketchy, honestly, dude, in that John boat. Because, I mean, we legitimately just felt like if we if we didn't stop and get water out, we were going to go down. You know, and at this point, the best part is my dad is a pretty particular guy, like oh, in some uh, ways. A Marine, yep. Yeah, he's yeah he was a Marine. Marine. And also, oh, hey, what's a Marine? Scary. Always a Marine, Joey. Okay, Semper Fi. He's just a very scary man. So, like, when you borrow someone like no, that, he's stuff, not a scary man. Oh, he has scared oh, the living intimidating. Day- oh, he has scared the living daylights out of me so many times as a child. He's just the kind of guy that, like, he likes things the way he likes them. And if you screw him up, you're gonna pay. Let's just say this. Let's just say this. We're playing night games in the in the neighborhood, right? Because this is a true story. We're playing night games in the neighborhood. You hear Gary's infamous. Yep, and then yep. every, every single one of his kids are like, oh, shit, I got to go home now. <laughs> yeah, Oh, yeah. I got to go home now. And then they just sprint home. And it's like, oh, my God. Does he beat his children? <laughs> Clearly not. With no, how yeah. you act today. <laughs> right. Clearly not. Yeah. But anyway. He should have. But you don't want to ruin his shit, essentially. Yeah, you don't want to fuck his shit up. So then we look. And we're fucking his shit up. Okay. <laughs> like, bad. There was like, so much water in the Dude, boat. there was a foot of water. No. It was bad. I mean, Joey's back there. If we didn't have waiters on, we would have been screwed. Like, it was it was a lot of water. We had to pull up on shore on so, someone's yeah, so, private property yeah, and we, pull out the plug. No, we didn't pull out the plug, dude. Because we couldn't get the rear end oh. out of the water because it was so heavy. Oh, yeah. no. It was too heavy because of all the water in the boat. So Joey's... Dirty ass had a, a bowl. cereal bowl in there. <laughs> <A> cereal bowl. <laughs> Classic. That was like the that was the perfect timing for you to be a dirty redneck who had to have a bowl of cereal on the way to the blind. We had a cooler there, like a small cooler. Yeah, we had a small and cooler then, and we had a Joey's cereal bowl. 
Yeah, so I mean, we were scooping out water as fast. Yeah, as we, we were could. scooping water out of there. Finally, got to a point where there was only like eight inches in the boat or in the boat now. So we're like, well, we just got to give her. We got like another mile to go. It was like a three mile boat ride, and we pulled over at like a mile and a half. <laughs> like we were about to sink this boat. Yeah, pulled it on land, dumped as much water as we could out. What is that called? Uh, bailing out. Yeah, we were yeah, bailing we're, water out of the boat just, like crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I felt like a pirate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So did I. We were just like a bunch of ragged. Everyone's covered in water. Well, that soaked nice, to the bone. That nice toggle switch that he just put in there with like five different light oh, switches yeah. on there. Soaked. I mean, it was corroding on the way soaked. home. You know? Oh, man. Yeah, so we ended up just, we got all the water, like not all of it. We got a lot of water out. And then we got back on the lake and we made it. We finally, I mean, I think we must have been in that boat for an hour and a half. Oh yeah, yeah, and your dad was getting concerned because oh, that we weren't back. Yet. Yeah, and we he was don't getting really have worried. Out there. Yeah, bad so service, so we his couldn't fishing boat out yeah. there to check on us. Because as we were pulling up, he was down at the landing, about like to put about in. to put in. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was super sketched out because the wind picked up so bad. Yeah. He was just worried that we weren't going to get there. So. Yeah, but we did make it back, and we drained that boat out, and I remember vividly at that moment, I was like, well, I have to call my dad now. <laughs> because, you know, it's like Gary knows when you lie or when something went wrong. Oh, instantly. He knows. just knows. He hasn't. I think he was at home probably with an inclination that things are going bad. I actually think he worked for the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> he, wasn't he, a mer- he wasn't just a Marine. Yeah. They saw how good he was, and they're like, you come here. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he oh probably his God, spidey senses. Jason Bourne. His That's spidey senses were tingling at home for sure. He's like, oh, something's going wrong with my electrical. <laughs> you know, the so, toggle switches are wet. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great conversation. I was like, hey, Dad. So, <laughs> the best part is too. This is one of those situations where we could have died. Oh, hundred percent could have died. We could have died because if we had capsized, the boat went over, or we took on too much water and started sinking. Yeah, with our waders on. Yeah, too. with all of our waders, all of our gear, everything, we were screwed. We were gonna die. And the best part is, you know, you call, I call my dad. Hey, so the weather got really bad out here. We were on our way back. We did take on a bunch of water, you know, and I'm, you know, you kind of want him to be like, are you guys okay? No. No. He's like, what are you trying to say? You know, and I'm like, well, the electrical took on a lot of water. (laughs) And he's like, okay. And I'm like. Good. <laughs> you know, that's like the perfect way to start my Saturday. For sure. Yep. God. Ugh, well, and so then scary. well, I was very dry. <laughs> oh, good for like, you. Un- underneath, oh, like yeah. the, you know, like I, I was very dry and, and taking off, you know, the jacket and whatever. I was like, man, this jacket really works. I was soaking wet. It was great. Yeah. No, and you know, waders were working. Like I was, I was huddled over top of my camera gear, like trying to just keep it dry. Yeah, you and were at worked. the very front of the boat, just yep. taking every splash of the wave. Yep. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. You know, everything ran off, and um, and Cal over here. <laughs> so Cal had a duck oven on, uh, which you know is water resistant. And then he had his, and it was went inside his waders. It wasn't over top of like the part of the waders that you know goes yeah, over the strap. Yeah, you had your jacket inside of the waders. Yep, yep. And so I, the water would splash, smack me in the back, and then go it on is. to him. Yep. And every time I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, man, like, that dude's probably got water just down his back mm-hmm. and in his crack, and just like he's probably just sitting and you know feeling <laughs> like he's about to give birth, kind of a thing. His water broke. <laughs> <laughs> and we come back 
and and he is wet. He's very wet. His upper body, you know, the duck oven. It was water resistant, not waterproof. A little bit got through, right? You know, but he takes off his waders, bone dry, because <laughs> his fucking waders were Dude, so tight. They were so. They were so you skin breathe? tight. It's got a Again, seal on there. It was, dude. It was like a seal. Remember from Pirates of the Caribbean where uh, Kira <laughs> Kira Knightley, Miss Swan, would put on that that busset or that corset, yeah, 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 and she yeah. couldn't breathe. How could you, if it was that tight against your body, where water, so much water, was hitting your upper body that it wasn't going underneath your waders? How could you breathe? No, it's more like the. Know. It's more like the. I think it's the cook from Popeye, and where he like pull. Oh, I lost my audio. I can't hear. Anyway, it's more like the cook from Popeye when he pulls up his pants and then pulls out his strap and then lets it go and it just like smacks against and everything just <laughs> vibrates amongst I it. Uh, I can't say I remember that, dude. Anyway, it's so I funny. I actually have another. This is actually the craziest thing. Yeah, this is actually the craziest thing that happened to me. In duck hunting, I'm pretty sure. So we were, um, this is one of those days where I just got a hair up my butt. This is still when I had my 1436 John boat, incredibly unsafe. And I'm out on this public lake. No one else is on it. You know why? Because it's super dangerous out. It was thunderstorming. It was like 25, 30 mile an hour winds. And I didn't have that far of a drive. However, I had a 15 horse Johnson on this thing and it zips, like zips. So I'm like, I'll just go right through the waves and it's just me, my dog, two dozen decoys. And I run to this point and every single wave I hit, like the front of the boat went up so high. I even strapped a cooler full of water to the front of my boat so this wouldn't happen. Didn't work. Every single time my boat went up, I would take in water in the back. Like that's how far up mm. the front of the boat was. So then I get to land and I run it. I knew I just had to run it on the shore as hard as I could. And I took out the plugs and I got most of the water out, not all of it. And I was there for 15 minutes. Couldn't see a damn thing. I could hear ducks everywhere. And then finally got light enough out. So it was like 50 minutes past shooting. Now I can finally see. But it was so dark because of the weather. Right. And I shot my limit in 10 minutes. Nice. Four mallards and two bluebills. And I was like, I'm scared to go back. <laughs> I'm so scared to go back. And I was just like, put my plug back in, gunned it back. It took me 25 minutes to get my boat back on the trailer because it was so windy. Right. But I was out. Nice. I was out. And it was so dumb. Looking back, I would never do that again with that small of a boat. Yeah, I was just going to say before we wrap this up here, be careful. Because, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like going, like looking back on this stuff we used to do, like it was so dumb. Oh. Like me, me me and you took out, me, you, Pat, your dog, and like 36 decoys in that 1436. And your motor broke down, and all we had was a trolling motor. Remember that? Yeah. If I mean, it like, would have been windy, we would have If we would have had bad weather, we would have been toast. Well, you remember the other time we are with your brothers and Pat? Same lake? Yeah. And I was sitting on... I stood up on this rock. I'm like right at my waiter line. I jump up on this rock, and I'm like, okay. Or no, I was, I was like a foot below my waiter line, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to jump up on this rock, take a look where that duck fell, whatever. We were just about to close it up. Or no, we were still hunting. Yeah, this and I was jump early. Up, yeah, and then I jump up on the other side of the rock, and I instantly go over my waders, and I just and I was in shock, dude. And I was well, that was it was really cold. It was so cold. That was like November, and it was like thirty two degrees outside. It was the water was cold damn near frozen. Shit, and I was like experiencing yeah. hypothermia. 
like we're picking up decoys. I was like, honestly, just bring me to my truck right now. Please just bring me to my truck. I yeah, can't feel bad. my hands. Can't feel bad. my hands. I couldn't even drive the boat. Just like sitting there huddling, trying to get body heat. I was fucked. So moral of the story, be careful. Plan an escape route. Plan yep. out your situation. Try to know the weather as best you can. Even if it seems like a beautiful day, check the weather. Just make sure you're being safe. Yeah. But all let's right, wrap guys. that up right there. Yeah, let's wrap it. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check us out on all their platforms. Check out our YouTube channel and watch our cinematics and our other weekly videos. TikTok. I guess check out Connor at, on TikTok. <laughs> and, and Connor's we'll s- on TikTok and I'm on Snapchat and Instagram. We're all on Instagram and follow us up. Check out our content. Share our content. Thank you so much for listening.